Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Needham. I, uh, this, this podcast is focused on helping you guys become the best Amazon sellers to, to learn new things. I can happily say I don't cover the same subjects twice. And I'm very happy to have a guest today who has some ideas I've never heard of in the context of selling on Amazon. I've got uh, Norman Farrar. Uh, he has his own show, uh, Lunch with Norm, and has uh, been evangelizing selling on Amazon for, for a long time now. And uh, just in within five minutes of us talking right before the show, I found like a, a variety of subjects that I, I, I know I can learn a lot from him. Norm, w- welcome. Hey, thanks a lot. Awesome. Let's uh, jump right in this. Like you, you have your own show and, and you talk a lot about, uh, you know, how people can uh, improve their, you know, Amazon sales. But I had a, a few really interesting ideas that... Uh, maybe I've touched on or, but like you had a very different, an added perspective of to, uh, how to grow your margins, grow your sales. And is this idea of uh, perceived value of your product. So in, uh, without me explaining it, I want to hear from your, in your words, uh, you know, how a seller could be thinking about this. You know, it's a really old marketing technique. And, you know, it's older than I am, but it's taking a product that everybody else is selling and just being able to get it more because of the perception. And like, just to give you, I've got a couple of really great ideas here or case studies that I can share. But one of them, I didn't share this with you. Um, This is Dead Sea Mud. So I talked about, I just saw this the other day. I'm into Dead Sea Mud. Um, I did this for a client of mine, but... Dead Sea Mud is a commodity. It's a 16-ounce Dead Sea Mud. When I got into the business, it was 54 bucks for a 16-ounce jar. Went down to 29. Uh, ASM promoted some something on during one of their conferences. What what, what, what is this product? It's Dead Sea Mud. It's just mud you put on your face and revitalizes mineral, you know, moisturizes, (laughs) you know, all that stuff. I don't need. I'm an old guy. So, (laughs) so, anyways. Um, it's in a 16 ounce jar and I've seen it fluctuate from 54 bucks on average down to about 19 and it bounced back to about 24. So I had a client that said, I want to sell Dead Sea Mud. I can get it. I said, don't get into it. It's just a commodity. They wanted to. Now I'm stuck. 16 ounce (laughs) bottles selling for 1999, you know, up to 24. Then you're not going to make a ton of money. You have to move volume. So what do we do? We created a, a label that looked really cool. It looked pristine. We have a frosted glass um, three and a half ounce bottle or four ounce bottle that looked like it was you know right out of Saks Fifth Avenue. We launched it and we launched it for $29.95 and it was four ounces. Now, the reason we could do that is because of the look. So perceived value could be anything from psychological, yep. you know, so you 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 buy supplements. I yep. don't feel very comfortable if I open it up and it's not doesn't have a safety seal around it. Now, if I've got a safety seal and a cap on top and it's stuffed with cotton, I have a feel good. If it comes in a case, and many s- supplement companies don't put it into a case, but if I put that into the case, I'll get five bucks more for forty five cent case. 
Yeah, so, yeah. It, it's this idea that like there's so many things outside of the product that are actually uh, that everyone's paying attention to. If yeah. the product is the same, you know, well, there's a like, Amazon in a lot of ways is just full of commodities, and uh, you know, so many categories are just like people say it all the time. It's saturated. Well, I think you're actually giving one of the clearest examples of why maybe it's not saturated, where um, you know. Uh, just a different perspective, uh, you know, uh, really good design, graphic design uh, makes all the difference. Yeah, graphic design is one thing. Um, the label design, one of the big mistakes a lot of people make for, at least with beauty products or supplements, pet supplements, is that they let the manufacturer dictate what it's going to look like. Here's the bottle because it's easy. Here's the label. Let our label department put it together. I can go and I could look at certain uh, pet supplements and go, oh, this is from this company because they're using the same greens, the same blues, the same white space, the same bloody golden retriever on there, or it might be a pit bull or it might, but it's the same company. It's just nothing's different. All you have to do is change that part of it up now you talked about images, the difference between, and I've seen this and it's the subtle things, um, a garden shear. So I've seen a really flat garden shear. I'm working actually with a product right now, which is, um, it's a cylinder. Products came back from a photographer that we, we received and they sucked. They were flat. You couldn't tell that they were a cylinder. So what do you do? We either take them over or we take them to a graphic artist. We get the graphic artist to enhance it. So you have the light going down. So you know that it's, you know, it, it, it looks better. It is round. It's, it's not flat. And going back to that uh, garden shear, well, there's a true metal color. And then there's your iPhone metal color. And when you take a picture with an iPhone and that lens, you can tell it's an iPhone and that lens. It's not maybe not a bad picture. It's not a great picture. You go to a product photographer with the right product lighting, you can have the right color. You can have it just for an example, because I know this product, you can have the light shining or highlighting on the locking mechanism or on the spring or along the handle. It pops. And that's the thing. You want a product to pop on a listing. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing a lot of people listening, you know, they've had some products that maybe they've sold for a year or many years at a price that you know they're comfortable with, or it's just like historically there. Um, I read between the lines of what you're saying. There's a there's a chance to just like almost relaunch your product, uh, not, not not changing the listing or like moving to another one, but like just like you know reskin it and maybe even raise the price. Is is that? Oh yeah, for, uh, for sure. And you know you can do this with any product. Like we, we did this with toe wart remover. So 18 months of $1,000 in sales of a real product, a toe wart remover. The, product, the problem was they were selling it as a medicine, right? A cure, like a cure for toe warts. It came in a powder blue box with a yellow drip coming from a toe that was showing a wart on the box. 
So we took it and we turned it in from, uh, okay, this is a, a problem. This is a brown bag product into, I want this product. It's a healthy, natural product, a wellness product that was now crisp greens and blues and whites. You opened it up, it unveiled the product and it showed the two bottles and there was a welcome message to feel good about, you know, your toes. And we made it into like a, a foot health product. Well, guess what? The first month, it went from 8,000, 27,000, 68,000. We topped up at 124,000 a month. And we took the price from 999 to 2499. And the guy made, uh, like on the, uh, he was, he was, uh, he, oh, I, yeah. If he would have left it at 999, he would have made, $2,100 profit during that time period. We got him $71,000 extra because he was, he took a chance and we were able to raise that price. Wow. Yeah. Um, I love it. Um, Amazon is in so many ways like perceived values. You, if you have a more expensive product, uh, people, even at that price alone, associate that price with value. You know, that's a signal of like, hey, we think we're quality. We know you can buy here at $9.99, but like here at $24.99, we're, we're about quality. Right. And uh, sometimes people feel good about buying the more expensive thing. Uh, there's, there's, there's just so many different types of shoppers and, um, and different ways to capture ones. And, but more than anything, you know, once you're able to increase your margins, that makes the all the other parts of your business just easier. Right. Yeah. And one thing about that though, and so this comes back to brand and brand story. I mean, that's a whole other podcast, but if you are selling this product, any of those products, the Dead Sea Mud or the Toe Wart Remover, um, if they're seeing it on Amazon and it's high perceived value, you better spend your money on a good website or good social media, the brand has to be consistent. If you spent two hundred dollars on your uh, on your uh, website and it sucks and it looks like it's out of you know two thousand and four, well, then it's not consistent. So people are going to look at it, look at your listing, and go, "Oh, this is really cool." And what do you do? You click off, you go to Google, you see what the quality of the website is, or if they have any type of other authority, like is there any press releases or content written about them? Do they have a social media presence? And does it look like they can trust it? So authority, trust, sales. Um, um, yeah, but not every shopper uh, is leaving Amazon to investigate, you know. And if they're going to spend double or triple or quadruple the price on something, they will. Aha. Yeah, okay. I, I read you. Yeah, no, if, if you're... If you got a premium product, they will be like, oh, what is this brand? I've never heard of them before. And right. then they'll just Google the brand right there. Yep. And and that's where that extra effort pays, you know, a lot of dividends. And then, you know, anything that increases your conversion percentage will actually pay other dividends because then you then you get better ranking. So, you know, any sale, uh, even if it's just one out of 10, you know, it's it's worthwhile. Um that's, uh, I mean, I love it. I, I think I've got to revisit a few of my products. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's see. Um, you, you were just talking about, um, you know, media and the fact that like, uh, 
you know, people are going to like search for you off of Amazon. And we were, we were talking a little bit about um, how, you know, how to get uh, more media out there around your product, but that can't just be super easy. I don't know. I've, I've, I've never gotten a placement uh, you know, in a in a major publication around one of my products, I, I don't even know where to start or what to think about. So uh, we were jamming about uh, earned media. Um, can you elaborate a little bit more? What you yeah, sure. So first of all, like I'm talking about public relations, the other PR. So people get mix, people mix up press releases, which is written content promoting an event. The event is the public relations. So public relations earned media would be being able to take your product. And there's very few, very, very, very few Amazon sellers that are high quality brands that are using your media. This is common for most brands that are selling that are, I'd say, traditional brands. They use earned media. So they would either try to get onto TV shows or try to find, get the context to get on those shows. Like I was talking to you about getting onto Drew Barrymore, getting onto Good Morning America, you know, something along that where they promote it. You might, you know, I, I, I can't say that I've been on Oprah, but like, you know, how they have the, the giveaways, right? If you right, could have right. one of those giveaways, well, it's not impossible. It's just contacting the right people to right. get on there. So that gives you a ton of exposure. It could be, you know, tens of thousands. It could be millions of dollars. Worth oh, of, of course. Exposure. You know, get on Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's let's start a little bit smaller. Say, uh, you know, say you do $50,000 a month on your private label brands. You've been working on this for, you know, 18 months. This is your baby. Um, and you're starting to feel like getting content about that type of a brand maybe a little bit tricky uh, uh like what's what's like a few steps that people can take to like get on like you know let's say like a rolling stones either maybe a digital uh site okay so what you're trying to do is you can get into magazines like you know rolling stones or cosmo we just got into one of our products into cosmo but it's um those are tougher you know, but you can do this and you can do it for free. So you don't have to go to a service. It is probably better. They probably have more contacts, but you, it starts off with finding that database. Now, where can you find that database? Well, you can go to LinkedIn. Um, Sales Navigator over at LinkedIn works really well. You can go in, start doing it yourself, get a VA, start looking for contacts that are in your specific niche. It doesn't have to be a huge doesn't have to be Cosmo, but it could be niche articles within your beauty, you know, whatever the beauty is. You could take a look at your association and see, you know, if there's any publications there, chambers of commerce. Those are easy to get into or to get published, you know, have an article published. You can use the power of an influencer to do that as well. So, you know, most people think of influencers as a uh, photos or uh, for videos, but user-generated content can also be driven by articles that they write and put on their blogs. Tons of people do that. You know, they follow influencers. 
Now, the other part to this is you can go to uh, a website called Harrow, help a reporter out. And you can type in your information or you can monitor what type of pitches they're looking for. All of a sudden you see something about bully sticks or dogs, you know, digestive problems with elderly dogs. Oh, I sell bully sticks. I'll pitch this journalist. He wants content. He's starving for content. He picks you up. He promotes you. Uh, and the same thing, same company, actually, Cision, they have the world's largest database. So you can go. Now, this is expensive, but for larger brands uh, that are selling on Amazon, it might be worth their while to go to Cision, get the database, and they have everybody and his mother uh, on that database that you could just contact directly Tell them that you know you 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 want to contact them, and this is for. I'm not talking about like just uh, uh, influencers. I'm talking about magazines, TV mm -hmm. shows, yeah, everything. Wow. So, um, what's a say? You're talking to the right person. You know, someone that like is representing you know a publication. What's a good like one like? What's a good first step to like get them to consider? you know, your product, do you, is there, is it to be like a little salesy or? Um... Well, you know, I, I think it's more of a fit. It's a personality. Uh -huh. So if, if you're trying to uh, sell something that's completely opposite, so, you know, just, just look at the, I'm not going to get into it, but look at the political situation. If you're taking something that is, uh, you know, on the right, and you're trying to sell it to the left, you're not going to get anywhere. Right. So you want to find that personality that fits in. And all you have to do is say, I have a product that I think is going to fit into blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, how is it going to enhance their image, the, right. the magazine's right. image? Yeah. So it's probably more about talking to the right person rather um anything else. So. Yeah. Um, but this is probably under the umbrella of like, what is content marketing and, um, you know, being a seller on Amazon, you know, usually I would consider our, you know, the content, just like, you know, your seven images, your video, your, uh, enhanced brand content, maybe your copy. Um, what, uh, what's the next step of, of content? Okay, I know we didn't talk about this uh, just before the call, but one of the things that you can do right now with those, if you find that niche audience uh, and you can get those influencers to take a picture with your product, which is easy, a dime a dozen, get that, get Amazon posts going right now, October, November, December, get that going right now. Amazon's got that new program that posts are going to be on your listing, you know, but you have to have 10 posts. I would be out there trying to pitch and get at least 10 lifestyle photos that I can get up there and out. And then you'll be eligible for the program when it starts. So that's that's the, the first thing. Now, the next thing would be um, the gift guides. It's a it's a little bit late. For the Christmas gift guides, you might be able to squeeze into one or two, but yeah. this yeah, but some gift some gift guides like are year round, like you know, yes. Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day, um, uh, and 
but it takes like months of advance notice, right? To get right. this. Um, we have a product that uh, we sell that got in a gift guide and actually an influencer uh, created a TikTok from uh, what they saw, saw off of the gift guide. So, I mean, and like that influencer is actually what drove all the volume, like an insane amount, uh, you know, shot us up to like, uh, it was crazy. Like we, uh, uh, but I've never gone on a gift guide ever. And I don't know the first step. Um, so this does feel a little bit similar to what we were just talking about, mm-hmm. but a little bit more targeted. So how would you, you know, consider like which gift guide to like go for, who to talk to, how to get on? Is this kind of the same thing? Just trying to like present an option, a match? Yeah, it, it's, it takes research. So there's a, but once you start looking, there's a ton out there. So let's say you're in the pet niche. Let's say you're in more, well, you can be in the pet niche and look for gift guides. So just pet gift guides, or you could go down to dog gift guides. You can go to puppy gift guides. You can go to specific breed gift guides and they're out there. What I like about them is what, and, and there is a bit of a difference here. So usually a gift guide is affiliated with, it's an affiliate program of some sort. So they usually require a product. You'll send it in and they'll rate it between you and a hundred others or five others. And they'll just give usually an honest rating of, you know, whatever that is, or it's just suggestions. It might be grouped into camping. So here's five ideas for, you've probably, you know, like I, I I, know. I think I actually think that's a really good idea. You know, like a camping gift guide. Yeah, is, it's going to be way it's going to have a higher conversion uh, than just like a generic one. Yeah. And then there's the big guys out there and like the wire cutters of the world. Now, it used to be they would go out and wire cutters owned by New York Times. And uh, I was mentioning that we had a, a product that we never sent in a product. They found the product and they rated us best pillow. OK, great. We had no idea why we found like almost overnight, $100,000 worth of sales. Okay, what is going on? Wire cutter. And every four months, every quarter, they would be doing something. And all of a sudden, our sales would spike. What's going on? Wire cutter. So, and we didn't send them a product and, you know, but they're an affiliate um, site that just ranks different products. It's, It's a great way to get a sales spike. Oh, I love that. Um, I mean, that's just kind of the, anyone that's, uh, this is an, an idea of its own is um, finding the top of Amazon affiliates. So, so we're referring to people that like their business model is around sending traffic to Amazon and converting that traffic and they get anywhere from one to three, four, five percent uh, commission off of that sale. So these guys already have audiences. And is there any way to find, is there any magic way to find like a, you know, uh, Amazon affiliates? I would love to see some sort of list out there that ranks them from top to bottom. Boy, wouldn't that be valuable? Yeah, I a hundred percent, a hundred percent agree, but I don't have that magic wand, but you could probably type that into Google and you could say like pet or dog, dog bully stick. And then you could talk about affiliate, Amazon affiliate. And yeah. see what comes up. 
Yeah, no, it's it's actually a business model of its own uh, that I've jumped into a few times, not like a, to do myself, but like I read how they talk and how they think about it. There's a, a web, uh, sorry, a subreddit called Just Start, and it's about building out, you know, uh, an affiliate style website where like, you know, you're, they're usually focused around a niche, like massage chairs or um, whatever. And, you know, that's probably your first, one of your first places to like talk to. Those are people that will link to your Amazon page. And um, that's, oh my, there's, there, there's a business model in there somewhere to like, to, to help make that process, that broker that relationship even easier. Um, yeah. Interesting. You know, and I mean, going back to the influencer model again, because in and itself, um, that is your um, refer program, right? That's your, it's your affiliate. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of a guy named Joe Martin. Um, he owned a BoxyCharm. No, I haven't. Really incredible story. For, I think it was four years ago, he started BoxyCharm. High-end, high-perceived value product, subscription-based. He went out. He didn't start off small. He went to high-end celebrities. Kardashians were one of them that promoted and gave them the product, paid the big bucks, their affiliate link, right? So they 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 spread the word. They loved it. So they started promoting more and more. He sold it this year. He just sold to Etsy for $500 million. Okay. That's the only marketing he did. High-end celebrity. Now, I don't think you have to go high-end celebrity. I think you can do nano-influencers and get a bunch of nano-influencers. But he did it that way, and he cashed out big time. Wow, that's insane. Um, I I love that route. Um, and, I, I mean, there's only so much you can do on Amazon. And, you know competing against other people in your same like subcategory, like you're going to be head to head. if like, if you're just doing Amazon tricks or Amazon, you know, uh, things that, you know, thinking of, uh, outside of the box or outside of the website, amazon.com, uh, will help, you know, you will, uh, Amazon, like they pay attention to the outside traffic and they score it accordingly. So, um, this is uh, totally awesome information. Um, I was I was actually, uh, you know, I was talking to Norm a little bit before about, you know, events are kind of like happening again. Uh, people are traveling again. Uh, there was Prosper that happened in July. And then, you know, since then, it's just kind of like, that was probably the first big one, but that really kicked off um, all of these like small boutique events. You know, sometimes it's just a seller meetup in a city. Sometimes it's being like, you know, maybe a mid-sized conference. There's room for um, there's room for like any style of conference. Um, what's your take right now with like the situation? You know, if say someone's never been to one, how they should consider attending, what's worth it, what's actually worth flying for, and and so forth. Well, um, first of all, you have to have the proper capital, right? You, that comes into consideration. If it yeah. means a, a meetup in your local city, then start off there. What I can tell you is that meeting people live, breaking bread with them, and not just taking, but giving is a huge way to gain not only friendships, 
but huge value in your business. Um, I, I, on a Zoom call, and you have these virtual summits, that's one thing, okay? That's, I go, I listen, it's very hard to network. Um, going out and, and joining a mastermind or listening to a podcast, you get information. It's hard to break bread with people to understand who they are. To, I, I can I can go back to one of my first major uh, events that I went to where I, I spent a big buck to go to, um, but everything that I'm doing right now in Amazon is based on that event. Oh, right. yeah. Every, everything, which you know, it went from um, uh, and it was an amazing dot com event. It was ASM back then. Went over to the Illuminati, which was. Um, uh, Helium 10s event, and it just spread. That's how I started to network with people. I met um, not only the speakers, uh, but I got to meet other people that were um, that were starting out. Like uh, one of the guys just starting out was uh, Sellerize, uh, Dima Kubrick. Yeah, huge seller right now. Never have met him if I never went to a, an event. There, and it's not just him. Um, my partner is Tim Jordan. So. You know, I, I met Tim at an event, Elena Saris, uh, you know, Kevin King. All of these have become really good friends. And it's through these very, very good friends that you get to grow. You share. Uh -huh. If you have the money, like if you don't have the money, at least go to a live event. Um, if you feel comfortable. OK, but go to a live event and just start to talk to people, yep. meet people. Yeah. No, people on my podcast know that I'm big into them. You know, you 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 you. You kind of get what you give. Um, yeah. I find personally, uh, if I travel for something, I'm already more invested. And so I make it more successful for me. <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, I I got on a plane. So here yeah. I am in this room with people. I'm just going to open up and, and let's just talk. Let's uh, get ideas. And um, you'd be surprised, you know, how uh, things do. Uh, so yeah, um, now I'm going to run an idea by you and with my audience, uh, of, of a crazy idea right now, it doesn't feel like there is kind of a, a large, uh, event centered around Amazon selling in Europe. And my big crazy idea is like, you know, put together, uh, an event in London, maybe like, you know, nine months down the road, um, uh, like, uh, this is attractive to, to us sellers because international is, you know, there's five, six markets over there. Um, and also, uh, you know, but then again, the Europe sellers, they don't have service providers, like the really sophisticated ones that have really developed here in the U S. Um, uh, is this a good idea, bad idea? <laughs> Well, there's there's a lot of uh, events that happen that you don't uh, hear about. My 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 other partner in my other business, he lives in Andorra, which is in Europe, and he's saying, "Oh, I'm going to go to this event, or I'm going over to Prague. I'm going to the what event? We don't hear about it. Like uh, right. tomorrow, I'm hopping on a plane and going over to Seller Sessions Live in London. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. It's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. So there are events that are going on. We don't know a lot about them. But yeah, if you can if you can create an event and generate um, and get the service providers to come and support it, I mean that's awesome. I mean, yeah, um, why not? 
I'm just running by that idea. And I, I, I love, you know, in a lot, in a lot of ways, COVID is uh, declining and it's, a, and it's impacting our lives. And so, you know, wanting to, to open up. Um, so um, yeah. And I, I just knew that you had some experience. So I wanted to run that by you. Um, Norm, like I actually a ton of value that I got from this podcast. Like I loved, you know, uh, your approach to thinking outside the box um, and to growing, you know, margins and, you know, ultimately revenues. Those are some solid ideas. And uh, thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast. Oh, it was my pleasure. So um, you have obviously a lot of ideas and, you know, some of them we couldn't even capture in today's show. Uh, how can someone, you know, what's the best way to, to, to learn more about what you talk about? Just to, to jump into your world for a second. Well, you can always listen to Lunch with Norm on Monday, Wednesdays, or Fridays. Or uh, if you want to yeah, reach out direct, it's norm at amz, like amz, like amazon.club.com, amz.club. Or um, you can always watch the content that uh, uh, my my old buddy Tim Jordan and I put out on uh, Private Label Legion. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, make sure you guys check that out. Uh, thank you so much for coming. And uh, to all those listeners, uh, uh, thank you for listening to this, this week's episode. Uh, we have uh, more stuff coming through. Uh, and until then, uh, I hope you have a, a great Q4 and uh, happy selling. One, two, three. Yeah.